0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And And this is Stay on on Target.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Sony acquiring Bungie. Dude... Like,
0: what is it? Like this, like there's, there's been three big acquisitions of like gaming acquisitions in the last like month. Um, What was
1: the, what was the third one?
0: So the other one was uh, somebody acquired, uh, it was like a big mobile developer, but like it was like a huge uh, billions of dollars uh, deal. And, uh, it was like a true, like, let
1: me, let me find out. I'll find well, out. Yeah. Well, you look that up and, uh, I'll tease the rest of the, of the show. The, uh, yeah. So we're going to talk about Sony has, uh, has decided to purchase Bungie. Um, so there's a lot of questions out there. Um, will they or won't they have, uh, console exclusives? Uh, what will happen to destiny? Will I still be able to play on my Xbox? All those kinds of questions. Um, it's interesting. You kind of wonder if this kind of stuff has been in the works for a while or was like a quick gut reaction to uh, either the news that Microsoft had purchased Activision. They decided to announce it right now or like mm. I, uh, if uh, they were holding this for something like an E3 and that just came out now because they wanted to, you know, kind of counteract that other big gaming news, you know, not f- seem like they were falling behind to, to Xbox. We have all that. We can talk about all that. Yeah. Um, Later,
0: Uh it was Zynga, it was acquired by Take
1: Two Interactive. Oh yes, um, for $12.7 oh, like dollars. What does Zynga even make anymore?
0: I mean, they make a lot of mobile games.
1: I'm just not in that space enough. Yeah, to... I
0: mean, yeah, that's exactly right. I've been
1: playing. Oh, I can talk about that later. I'll talk about that whenever I've... I have talk about what I've been up to this week.
0: Well, Chris, I think there's
1: there's another acquisition we can talk about. Ooh, ooh. i forgot about. Yeah,
0: is it is it. I'll like... just... I'm just gonna you, like do a, it. Uh, you know, like a chicken so sandwich this, for lunch or something?
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I acquired a chicken sandwich. It was me, I confess. <laughs> for no, uh, $7.50. Okay, so, <laughs> so we're going to jump into what we've been up to this week, and I'm going to go first because I've now transitioned into it accidentally. Um, <laughs> you fell into it. You just tripped into I've it. Been, oh. Yeah. I've been playing Wordle. Have you been playing Wordle, John? Have you played uh, it at all? Do you know I, what I'm talking about? I, have,
0: I do know what you're talking about, and I have seen a, a lot about Wordle, And uh, I've like, so let me, let me tell you about my experience with Wordle. (laughs) The first time I encountered it was just someone randomly posting some blocks of colors to social media platform and saying Wordle and the date. And then that was it. I was like, I don't know what this is. And like slowly over time, I realized, put it together. It's a, it's a game. It's a game where you guess words and yep. they give you different colors uh, if the the letter specific letter of the word that you guess yes. is in the actual word, uh-huh. and then if it's in the actual word in the right position, it yes. gives you a different color. Yeah. So it it basically is just a puzzle game where you're like trying to guess the 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 word of the day.
1: Yeah, it is. That's I mean, it, it's kind of like that, and it, and it's funny. Um, I was trying to I'm trying to find the uh, actually. I'm trying to find the. Uh, why can't I find the article about it? So yeah, that's exactly what it is. It was this uh, like it's it's a browser game like that. This uh, guy uh, I can't remember his name. Um, I think somebody, his, last his last name was Wardle. Wardle, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, he uh, just uh, basically made this thing for himself and just kind of put it out there. And then it just exploded. And now the New York Times has bought it. For, uh, I think it was... Uh, it was one
0: million dollars.
1: Yeah, so it a million dollars, but was it exactly a million or was it 1.2 or oh, something Oh, that's a like good that.
0: question. Uh, that's a good question. Let's see. I'll, I'll click on this. Okay. Yes, click on
1: whatever you're looking at. But yeah, I, I, so I've been playing it. So you can, And, and the, I think the, the, the conceit behind it that keeps me coming back, John, is that, one, it's kind of like, even before the New York Times bought it, I was like, this is like kind of like the the you know, crosswords you find inside the newspaper in that like everyone gets the same word. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, and that's the thing. Like, that's the thing about like comparing it on social or comparing it with your friends is like, mm. you can send it to your friends and you're like, you can see how they kind of approached it maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And you can see like how many tries it took them. Um, but the other, other conceit that makes it feel very like uh, much like a New York times crossword or something like that is the fact you can only play one a day and there's only one out there for everyone. And you play once and if you want to play again you got to come back the next day and so you can't like binge on it and mm. uh just blow yourself out on wordle in like a day or two um you have to come back every day
0: i dig it it's it's like the animal crossing but you can't change the clock like an animal yeah crossing.
1: Or, or or yeah yeah definitely yeah what I did? This. It was a, was it a flat million? Cool mill?
0: Uh, it looks like it was it was like either that or just barely over. Um, yeah, I thought it because was. Because like everyone is just but... quoting it being like a million. I haven't seen okay. anyone be like it's it's one point two. Like I haven't seen a specific. That's probably a million then. So okay, it's probably just a mill.
1: Um, think and I think he said seven figures at first. You know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, like it's—I mean, it's pretty so, cool so for us. So, the
0: news about this is the New York Times has stated that it will, quote unquote, initially remain free for everyone to yeah. play. Yeah,
1: that's the—that was the other thing. It's free to play. That's ominous. There was there was no ads <laughs> in my face. I know. You know, it's very ominous, and it's like they're wanting—they're wanting to use it to to. Uh, they ha- they keep saying something like they have a New York New York New York Times games platform. I guess. Wait, wait, wait! wait they're know. getting into the metaverse, Chris. I mean they're doing something John like they, and they they've said they want it to drive acquisition for their subscriber oh, base man. and I mean we've all been clicking around on on Twitter or online and then you, you're like oh, oh there's a cool New York Times story and then you click on it and you're like hey you're out of your free free articles for the You've month you have at
0: three cool things I didn't know that we I had. looked at any
1: other New York Times articles this month it's the first of the month it's groundhog day how in the world <laughs> have I Run out of my New York Times articles every I'm already, already.
0: I mean, that just tells you that maybe you, you might want to subscribe. I don't know. That's
1: <laughs> but no, I don't want to subscribe. i be like every other website and uh, put just ads. Like it's fine, not yeah. not clickbaity ads, but just you know. I don't know if other people can do it. Why can't you?
0: Sure, sure. I mean, like there, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of publications that have done the ad thing before. They also yeah are now transitioning into like uh, having a like, a premium uh, subscription model. So it's 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 interesting to watch uh, watch a lot of the everyone just try to figure out the, the the business of the internet, like and how it all shifts. Like, because at one point in time, nobody wanted to do like subscription stuff, and so it's like oh, it's all ad based and all this stuff. And then like then at some point, like consumers shifted to where it's like oh, I'll do a you know I'll do a subscription or whatever. And now it feels like it's going back the other way to me, you know. So. Yeah, it's just like it's just it's interesting, dude.
1: Yeah, so that yeah, that's the thing. I hope that the the New York Times doesn't, you know, turn around and like make uh I could see them doing a couple things. I could see them making like oh, you can play only a certain number of times in a month and then you have to subscribe to it. Oh man or, you only get like three tries or something. First three tries are free, and then the next you have to subs- oh, be a subscriber man. for. Oh,
0: that'd be so. That would be you know, so frustrating.
1: It'd be so frustrating. But I, I don't put it past anybody to do stuff I like know, that because dude. everyone does stupid. Every like pay-to-play tactic yeah. feels icky and slimy like that.
0: Yeah, and and like that's the thing about like a lot of like. Um, those types of like games, like where it's it, it, that's what it does. It's like, oh, this is you know, let's get you in, get you hooked, and then and then like pull the rug out from under you, and it just feels gross. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, oh,
1: I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like honestly, and you know, I've talked, we've talked about it before, but like the battle pass, like kind of scenarios, the only, the only like version of that that mm-hmm. I feel like doesn't just like straight up rip me off
0: yeah well I mean like, you know so what you're what you're proposing is the the wordle battle
1: pass <laughs> but I, it, even that doesn't make any sense like no. okay
0: <laughs> give me those uh, okay give me those sweet sweet skins <laughs> yes
1: okay, well I was about to say okay if say they say they it's this is free to play and the way they monetize it is doesn't affect the game at all and it's like well instead of you know like the background you know kind of right now blends into whatever if you have night mode on or not. And so instead of the the background being black and the 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 different you know colors for the letters being either white, yellow, or green, maybe they you know give me the option to use purple or something like cool Ooh. i'll I'll buy the purple pack, you know
0: interesting uh, interesting, yeah,
1: like but other than something like that, I don't want them monetizing this.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me, like, whenever you were able, like, so uh, Nintendo did the whole uh, Tetris 99 or whatever, and then you, they had, like, an optional download, like, you buy the Game Boy uh, filter or whatever, where it made everything look like <laughs> look like green and Game Boy and that sort of thing, so, um, but yeah, like, that, that would be, I would feel like that would be the only thing that I would, I, if it were me playing this game, would accept. Um, so, yeah, dude, Wordle, exciting. Have you been doing anything besides wordling?
1: Oh, besides <laughs> Wordle? No. I don't think. <laughs> what are the people who call who play Wordle are they Wordlers? Uh, yeah, sure. I like that. <laughs> I'll uh I will be I'm okay being dubbed a Wordler. <laughs> well, uh, the, the, the Wordlers of the World unite. And sometimes I sing while I play Wordle and so I'm a Wordle warbler. <laughs> oh, 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 wordle
0: Wordler of the world
1: yeah (laughs) oh man
0: what what a nonsense uh place we live i love this it's uh so chris have you been playing anything besides wordle or doing anything Uh, watching i don't think so
1: no Um, no no i mean mean, you know random things but i don't even know right now off the top of my head oh the uh well i'll just briefly say uh the rams are in the super bowl Super pumped about that! Uh, the games this past weekend were freaking amazing. Also, it's insane. Tom Brady uh, retired. Um, he's done. Uh, the, you know, seven championships, more more than uh, Michael Jordan, greatest of all time, probably Super Bowl player. He both like he was the uh, in his second year of playing, he was the uh, the youngest um, uh, person to ever win the Super Bowl at the time, and now uh, last year, his second to last uh, season, he was the oldest. Player to ever win the Super Bowl, and then even this year, uh, being the one of the oldest uh, quarterbacks, uh, he still led the league in uh, uh, receiving yards and uh, completions, and I think touchdowns. So I mean, going out on top of his game—it's crazy. Uh, that's the big news uh, that I've been following in the in the sports world.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, the uh, so as far as that goes, like he is—you know how like certain. Um, players of a sport like what well, you actually Michael Jordan or whatever like they transcend the the sport in like in name recognition or whatever where it's like somebody who hasn't even you know doesn't pay attention at all to to football is is gonna know you know who <laughs> who Tom Brady is, just like somebody oh, totally. who wasn't interested at all in basketball knew who you know Mike, knows who Michael Jordan is. So it's just fa- like it's those those things happening is is awesome. I uh, I always I always love like whenever huge huge stars uh, are in the sport. Um, but Chris, this week I have. B- so we're recording this on Wednesday, and the man or not man, the book of Boba Fett, oh, yeah, episode it's... seven has has mm. been announced or not announced has been released, Wait, and I've watched seven.
1: It. If it's seven, then the whole series is done.
0: oh it's six. It's six. You're right. Okay, Chris. It's, it's six. Um, and uh, and I have to say that if you haven't caught up on this, uh, the spoilers will be out there.
1: I know. Like I, I've been. Uh, I was told early on, like, "Hey, there's spoilers out there." I'm like, "Great." This like, week, the, more so than last week. Like last well, week that, was a big one. Like last this week is my was problem. a problem. Even if I was caught up, like I didn't like who. It's only been out since this morning. Like I know. I, they, they people need to keep their. I know. Keep their decorum. You know. Yes, like, I
0: have. I have seen too many things. That have been just, you know, floating around where I was like, I don't man, like if, I it, had not, if I had not watched this thing already, I would be disappointed.
1: Uh, it makes me very upset at people um, who do not respect the uh, <laughs> the law of the spoilers. I mean, you know, you know at least and, give, give people yeah. a chance to go to work and come home and watch it. Hey, tomorrow, spoil away. It's my own fault if I haven't watched it. Yeah, like, I but, feel like man. a week
0: out. Like, I feel like, you know, next week. Like, my week it.
1: would be great, but like, even just 24 hours. Just give me 24 <laughs> hours. Of no spoilers. And after that, just be like, hey, it's free game. And I, like, I, cool, f- fair. Like, I, I, uh, mm. I'm, but like, you know, don't surprise me randomly yeah. when I'm, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and I'm just trying to, you know, scroll through, mm-hmm. you know, get the mm-hmm. daily news. And then all of a sudden, you know, I've got, uh, Star Wars spoilers in my face.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is like this, uh, someone told me very early on. Like they were like, okay, I watched it whenever it dropped last night. You you should probably watch this thing as soon as possible and you know, and that sort of and so I did, and I have to say, it's you know, it's it's up there, Chris. It's up there. Um, so anyway, so that aside, I've I've watched that. Um, and uh and it's you know, I'm I'm very interested to chat with you about uh the Book of Whoa whenever it whenever it ends and whenever we review it all. Um but Chris, uh, I've I've been just you know doing the usual stuff. And been playing some, uh, some PS5, been playing some some PS Five, been playing some some Xbox. But uh, you know, just 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 the book of Boba Fett is the only notable mention I will say. And uh, avoiding those spoilers. And also, if you haven't caught up and you care about those types of things, um, you should probably watch it as soon as you can. So, nice. Anyway, Chris, it's time for the news
1: uh the news john all right we have one item on the news uh and uh it is i can't can't remember off the top of my head what it is now i've I've gotten all confused um ah yes here it is (laughs) it mlb the show 22 Mm. is coming to the switch
0: the Nintendo Switch!
1: Yeah. Uh, so last year, the show came to Xbox. Um, this is the uh, the PlayStation-developed uh, um, and formerly-based PlayStation-exclusive PlayStation, exclusive, uh, PlayStation um, uh, game. Uh, the only good MLB uh, sim. The only officially licensed one these days, right? uh yeah I think so yeah it's like the only with the names and and you know that sort of MLB. thing. and that was the thing like I think last year you know like whenever they went uh went over to Xbox so you could play it on Xbox it was and I think PC as well but I mean it was basically I think MLB they were renegotiating their contract with the playstation they were like hey either you got to play pay a ton more money I don't even think they gave them the option to be you have to develop this on other, on other platforms just mm-hmm. because they wanted to proliferate further into the culture. And, and it makes sense. You look at something like, it doesn't make any sense to be you know on only one uh, console whenever you're a, a, a huge sport that people want to play games of. I uh, do think it's funny and interesting that they've announced this uh, and we are still unsure if or when we'll even have a 2022 baseball season because of the, uh, a strike there's a uh, basically the 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 terms of agreement between the major League Baseball Players Association and MLB um, uh, owners was expired it was to, up to be renegotiated and um, they didn't come to any kind of uh, agreement in time and so the uh, team owners stadium owners they they locked all the players out so it's been, there's been a lockout and we're now like pitchers and catchers should have already reported to spring training, and uh, that has not happened. So there's no telling what will happen with the season, which is disappointing. But but at least we know we can
0: play the season on our Nintendo Switch.
1: Actually, I mean we can't. Like <laughs> this is the crazy thing is like the, when when the, when the agreement ended and they all like locked him out. They like you know Major League Baseball. I, I, I had to remove all of the baseball players' names from their websites and things like that.
0: Oh yeah, you're like, right. Because it is it is like an so, individual like person. Like each individual would license like, yeah, the I, contract I guarantee has that in it. They can't Wow put,
1: Like they'd have to make up team teams and characters. I mean so essentially it
0: just becomes like every other like uh, baseball game that would come out like what was the one there was another one that was like a really casual kind
1: of a, a baseball oh, rbi game. baseball it was terrible. Yeah, rbi
0: baseball um it'd be like that like where you don't have like the names of of the official players but yeah. you have like
1: just random names could, or whatever. and you can make a base- baseball sim like that you know and it's just like you know not real people yeah. but that's not even, not that's not really the point you know yeah. i don't want to play you know as happy go lucky i want to i want to play as yeah. nolan arenado you know yeah
0: yeah Man, that's interesting. I'll uh, I'll have to keep my eye on that cuz that's that, that is super fascinating. And it's like I think about the uh, you know, the sports games that would that had that came out like, you know, in 2020 or whatever, whenever like basically everything, you know, all of the season things were either super truncated or canceled or like whatever. And it's like, you know, there are certain sports where it's like the only way they really existed was within the video game, yeah. you know.
1: Well, and that and that was different just because it's like it wasn't like a dispute. It was just right. a like you know they they because of covid they had to figure out how to actually make it happen right right um,
0: it's just yeah that's that's super interesting uh i'll uh yeah i'll, I'll keep my eye on that because like yeah your right, cool. spring training is like now
1: <laughs> you know and i think this kind of bleeds into our next conversation but it's it's cool that you know at least this this illustrates that yes playstation is willing to have and develop games on other platforms
0: yeah and like uh yeah well do you want to dive into the main topic chris let's dive into the main topic that's the news Main topic, Chris. S- yes. Sony has purchased Bungie. Mm. Uh pu- I guess it's like what what is it, is it Bungie publishes it too, right?
1: Uh, that I mean um, they were. Yeah, they were self-publishing but now they won't. Like yeah. Yes. Let's give the let's give the history of Bungie here, John. <laughs> uh originally independent. Um then bought by Microsoft, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um they developed then um the Halo series, and uh, I, I think and I don't even think it was. I, I can't remember if it was like at, right after I should have looked this up. I can't remember if it was right after the first Halo that they got bought, but you know, somewhere along the way they got bought, and then they decided they wanted to be independent. And so then they either I think they bought themselves back or something like that, or Microsoft just released them. Can't remember exactly what happened. Yeah, so Microsoft
0: bought Bungie in 2000, but later Mm. spun off the game studio in 2007 while retaining intellectual property rights
1: to the Halo franchise. That was the trade-off then. They, They kept Halo, and they let Bungie go. So then, then, John... Uh, they developed uh, Destiny on their own, but then decided, well, we need a publishing partner. And so Activision came alongside to help them publish the game. And Who then we I talked think, about last they, week. Didn't they become <laughs> did they be, ago. Did they officially become a part? They were just a partner with Activision. They weren't bought by Activision, correct? No, or were they were part bought of by Activision? Activision. Yeah. Okay. But they were a partner. Then they decided that partnership not working out for them either they didn't you know they were like yeah you know can't get along with these people either so then they were like we're gonna be independent they spun off changed a lot of the like the way that they were doing things decided you know like we're gonna do our own thing and be our own publisher and now they're married again this is a a serial uh, company marriage and divorce situation
0: well I mean like okay so the Activision thing
1: left Um, the kids with the first parent (laughs) i just like this analogy john
0: (laughs) (laughs) the uh the activision thing like so activision from like from what we know about like the partnership with activision activision was trying to like push them into all sorts of other like like uh more more aggressive like uh content models and And
1: monetization and you know microtransactions were the big rage back then
0: right and like and and so uh and and activision Obviously from what we know about Activision and what we talked about a couple of weeks ago it's like it was a mess so it's 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 been a mess over there and so like I would imagine Bungie sitting here like getting pressure from them is uh and that's they you know that's why they wanted out of that contract so
1: yeah I, there's also the issue of I don't it's interesting they had different visions you know and we talked about it at the time mm. on how to develop the Destiny franchise like uh, Bungie was looking at it and Activision, I think they were both looking at it like, okay, this is a ten year, ten year game.
0: Yeah, which we are well, eight the, years at, into the ten year plan.
1: Right, but like, and it wasn't a plan at the time; it was a game. And like, and I think Bungie at the time, not I think I know Bungie at the time wanted to just keep developing the original Destiny yeah, and Destiny iterate 1. on that, uh, and use that as like a kind of World of Warcraft style. A uh, base game that you just continually add on to. And then yeah. but Activision wanted them like in t- and, and kind of force them into creating a Destiny 2. They're like, we need a monitor. We need we need like we talked about last week. We need these blockbuster hits on mm-hmm. a rhythm. Big you know, money. Every couple of years. Big money. Yeah. Big big releases. You know, if it's not the making big to, money, it's not, not worth it. Um, And you see that, you know, but like uh, and the reason I, I keep referencing World of Warcraft is because that's what Destiny uh, well, Bungie always kept going back to of like using as an, in an analogy, in analogies when in their interviews of like we're looking at this like a World of Warcraft thing where like we continually come out with, with updates yeah. and hit you again and again with it. And Activision just wasn't on on board with that. So that's, but that's whenever they left Activision, that's what they did. They just did it off of Destiny Two instead of the original Destiny. Um, now I I don't know. How, I, I have no idea what they what they're gonna do. I think the problem with a model like that is that. Eventually, you get so far down, and there's no entry point into the game, mm. or no big release where it's like, okay, I have to reengage with this franchise or something like that. That uh, you you just have less and less players playing over time. Um, you, you'll you have spikes when there are new releases, but it's not like you know, the, it's it's not comparable to the release of a brand new game.
0: Correct, yeah, and then, you know, and obviously, like, for somebody like me who was, like, in, on board for a long time, like, through year two of Destiny 2, um, and then, like, dropped off, if I were to try to re-enter, it's like does that content even still exist anymore to connect the no, dots from where I was to where I am? And you're right. Like I, I've missed some of it at this point. Um, I tried to jump back in a little while ago and then I realized I would missed some things and I was like, well, it's like, I ah, guess I'll just watch a video. And then I never watched the video and then now don't have destiny Two installed on my console anymore. So, um, cause there's a lot of other things to play. So yeah, it's like, yeah, you're right. Like you're going to dwindle that, that, uh, that player base down, you know, lower and lower over time.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the, the biggest you know, question with all this, you know, the, my first gut reaction, I was like, we kind of talked about it last week whenever we were like, hey, if PlayStation was buying Activision, I would have huge concerns about whether or not Activision's games and Call of Duty specifically are going to be yeah. multi-platform anymore. And I, I honestly still have those you know, kind of basic concerns. They've you know, said, hey, ben- Bungie remains its ability to be independent and independently develop and publish its own games and, de- and decide like what platforms they're on. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, at that point, what is the incentive for even bringing them into the PlayStation fold? Um, other than like that, they will probably also work on some other exclusives. I don't know that like destiny Two will ever go exclusive platform. But what if the next destiny is?
0: Yeah. And I think like, that's the thing about both this as well as a lot, like whenever Microsoft has had acquisitions and like Phil Spencer makes statements or whatever, um, it's it's they're purposely vague enough to where like if a random release from that publisher, developer, or whatever happened to be exclusive, they wouldn't like nobody would be able to hold up that quote and be like, but you said you were lying to us or like whatever. Like they're they're worded carefully enough to like leave themselves an out. Um and so like the and, and even with like Microsoft, like you look at what their language around the uh whenever they acquired uh Bethesda, they were like, Oh man, you know, you know, it's, there's a lot of things that are gonna stay multi platform, but then now we're getting uh Starfield and it's an exclusive. Um, so it's like, obviously like that was just to placate people at the time and say, like, we're not going to take away the games, like, f- you know, the games that are already out or the live service games that they have, like elder scrolls online and stuff. Like, we're not going to take those off of your console. Um, but we aren't going to release like new IP, uh, to the competitor's console. So yeah, like the, the statement here, I'll, I'll read, I'll read the statement. Like, uh, there's a really good interview with, um, with, uh, uh, Jim Ryan, head of Sony or head of a uh, uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Sony interactive entertainment um, in, on I have games had a good write up of it, but uh, the quote is quote, the first thing to say unequivocally is that Bungie will stay an independent multi-platform studio and publisher. Pete Parsons, CEO of Bungie, and I have spoken about many things over the recent months, and this was one of the first and actually easiest and most straightforward conclusions that we reached together. Everybody wants the extremely large Destiny 2 community, whatever platform they're on, to be able to continue to enjoy their Destiny 2 experiences. And that approach will apply to future Bungie releases. That is unequivocal. And so, like, within that... It's like oh that'll apply to future the releases, but which future releases? All future releases, future right. releases within the Destiny, uh, like a franchise, or future releases in Destiny Two, like just right. the DLC, then the expansions. Like what? Right. A, like there's enough vagueness there, just like there is in like the uh, the you know Phil Spencer's uh, Microsoft stuff, where you're like, <laughs> who knows? Like. You could like this is basically just to put people at ease right now, and not you know freak out the the consumer or the market too much. And we'll see what happens in the future.
1: (laughs) I also think this is a like this is a turning point for Sony's strategy. I think this Mm. is not them them necessarily going full bore into something like a Game Pass, but like this is I think the first signs that they have realized the gaming landscape has changed and. Uh, selling hardware uh, along with console exclusives is not necessarily uh, the the end-all be-all anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. And later on in the, in the interview that he talks a lot about that, like where he's like, oh yeah, you know, we've, uh, let me see exactly here. Um, he says, uh, I've been on record talking about increasing the size of the PlayStation community and expanding beyond our historic console heartland. This can take many forms. And definitely one of the main ones is the ability for wonderful games that we've been making over the past 25 years to be enjoyed on different places and played in different ways. We are starting to go multi-platform. You've seen that. Uh, we have with our PC releases. Even if they're late, you know, it's, that's still like them branching out going multi-platform. That's a that's a back to the quote here. Um, We have an aggressive roadmap with live services and the opportunity to work with and particularly learn from the brilliant and talented people from Bungie. That is going to considerably accelerate the journey we find ourselves on, end quote. So I guess like that's what they get out of it. Is like they get somebody who has done live service games. Sony is not traditionally focused on live service games. Microsoft right. has. Like they've got Sea of Thieves, they've got uh even the the Forza Horizon uh games, like the last two have been pretty live servicey. Um we've got a lot of things like with with uh like now Halo for them. There's uh Gears of War, like they did a lot of stuff that way. So like there's a lot of live service stuff over at Microsoft, and I guess like Sony is fine, you know, kind of seeing finding that um um, appeal there of like just having a live service kind of focus on some of their franchises. So them acquiring a studio that's done that incredibly well with an incredibly dedicated community um, kind of a, would be appealing. Um, it's funny cause I, uh, I was, I was somebody who had reported like there was like an insider or whatever had, had said that they had heard a year ago that Microsoft was uh, thinking about buying a, um, Bungie they were in talks with Bungie but the hang-up was the uh exclusivity like exclusivity and independence of publishing um like just the the independence of uh, of these things and like the price was also like you know high for for microsoft and i guess like microsoft if you think about microsoft could like was was planning on buying probably activision you know or was planning on buying like making big purchases and so like if somebody like is is says oh yeah but we also want to retain you know the the publishing and things like that those types of decisions um and microsoft's like okay that's fine. We're, we can find somebody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, all this is 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 wild. Like the I didn't see Activision's acquisition coming. I didn't see Bungie's acquisition coming. Yeah. I mean, I think they were both uh, developers and publishers that, like, it's not surprising. Like they weren't. They weren't like the the most stable at the time and they mm. haven't been for a hot second but like i mean now at this point it's like okay what what's not gonna surprise me like like i would it kind of wouldn't surprise it the only two that i think are safe i'll say it this way are ea and ubisoft that's mm. it i think everything else could probably be acquired and it would somehow make sense in the landscape today
0: yeah i i mean you're right <laughs> yeah and that centralization that like, you know, if, if that happens, cause I feel like, uh, Jim, Jim Ryan also has talked about like, this isn't the last acquisition they're, they're working on. Yeah. Um, and so like, I think you're right. Like we'll see them buy some other big things. Um, yeah. And you mentioned, or like, even do
1: like, maybe they do, you know, like, uh, EA has that deal with, uh, game pass where they're like, if you have game mm-hmm. pass ultimate, the EA, uh, what is it? EA play yes. EA play games are on there, you know? um yeah and i could see like maybe sony doing something exclusive like that with uh, ubisoft or something
0: dude and the thing about this one is like we talked about it a little bit last week with or two weeks ago i keep saying last week but it was like two weeks ago uh two weeks ago with the, the microsoft uh activision and blizzard uh acquisition we talked about how like if anybody was gonna buy them I'm glad it wasn't like a Google or a, an Amazon or like an Apple or like, I'm glad it was like Microsoft, a gaming company. And I, I feel the same way here. Like where you think about the, the close, close partnership that uh, Destiny and Bungie had with Stadia whenever Google launched Stadia. Um, like that was their big f- like flag. Poll release there where they were just like hey this thing works really well on stadia and did all their demonstrations with that in there and so like i'm glad that that google didn't by Bungie. Um and so I'm glad that they're still with a gaming company. It, you know, and I'm glad that Sony appears to, like in my mind is saying like all the right things as far as like, hey, the exclusivity or like, you know, that sort of thing. Because again, if the next Bungie release, the, the next new IP from Bungie is exclusive to PlayStation, no big deal. But if they if Destiny, the next Destiny one is, it's like, mmm, that seems like that would be um a bit, you know, a bit annoying. Um but at the same time I'm glad that it's not like a Google acquisition. I'm glad that it's a uh, it's it's Sony buying them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, um
0: so as far as like uh as far as you know whether or not this was reactionary to the uh The Activision thing? I don't know, man. That's a good question. I think that both come... I think that Microsoft and uh, Sony have both been kind of buying things recently. So uh, Insomniac uh, was purchased and that made a lot of sense for Sony to buy. And Microsoft was making a lot of purchases. So I would would assume that those big purchases kind of have to be in the works for a really long time. So... um, I don't know.
1: It just it, yeah, and that's and that's why you know at the top of the show I was kind of like you know Zane uh, is this a, is this kind of a spur of the moment? I don't think this acquisition was spur of the moment. I just think the announcement um, was probably a reaction to Microsoft's activation announcement.
0: I mean I know that like if Phil Spencer talks about playing you know everything like he talks about playing the big exclusives on on PlayStation or whatever, but like Destiny is his favorite game. Yeah. <laughs> He has hundreds of hours, if you look on his Xbox Live, uh, Phil Spencer has hundreds of hours into Destiny. Uh, Which and one Destiny. you kind of have
1: to, to, to be <laughs> successful at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's, a, it's it's crazy. You know, you have something like, uh, it's Bungie, he it used to be like synonymous with Xbox, and now... Uh, they are in the PlayStation ecosystem. It's uh, it's pretty nuts.
0: I mean, you mentioning the, pl- the 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 essentially like a Game Pass uh, competitor. Like if if Sony launched that and included Destiny Two and all future expansions and all like as like just like in there, that would be an incredibly good way to get people on board with that type of a service um because like you know rather than buying like a new expansion or you know subscribing you know, like you know to to De- Bungie or whatever you would just subscribe to this new service with all these other extras and be able to play that game. So like you you might be onto something there. Um the rumors of them doing like a Game Pass uh thing have been out there where they pulled in, in the UK or whatever, they pulled all of their physical cards of uh buying um PlayStation Now. Like you can't buy physical cards of oh, PlayStation weird. Now anymore. Um and so like you know, people have been saying, like, oh, maybe that's because like they get all of those out of the marketplace and then change the price and that's your you know and change this whole service yeah. a little yeah. bit um and that's your game pass co- competitor but like you know we'll we'll see what ends up happening dude this is just this is a fascinating move and i I appreciate this that Sony is now kind of playing the consumer friendly same game as 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 Microsoft strangely you know it feels feels pretty uh pretty interesting that like I feel like they're now in in the game as it were
1: <laughs> yeah definitely definitely which i mean like com- again competition only makes people better so yeah. it'll be cool to see And know and i also think like if the vision that um that the non-exclusive I, I still think there's a place for exclusives but like if if we can play like genuinely play what we want where we want i think that's a better better future
0: dude totally i mean like the fact that that things on Xbox are releasing, like Xbox exclusives released to PC the day and date, like that's yeah. super awesome. And to see yeah. like you know people, people, all sorts of people playing them, see them on the tops of uh, of Steam charts and things like that. And then, you know, now that Sony has released some of their games to Steam, every time they've released one, like, so God of War just recently came out, and that was on the top of the Steam charts and, and still is way high, like, on the purchases. So it's like they do really well on those platforms whenever they release them to those platforms. So it's very likely that they're seeing that and going, like, man, we're like this. Like you said, I think a couple weeks ago, it's probably inevitable at some point that, that all of their games come day and date to PC. So
1: yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll be back next week uh, with whatever studio uh, Nintendo's grabbed. <laughs> yeah, and, Nintendo. And it's Nintendo's about, turn. You're right. Uh, and talk about that. Uh, you can find us online at say on social media. Dude, what if Nintendo buys 200. Sega? Dude, that'd be insane.
0: Like the the, the like you know all of the, they buy them and Sega's like we regret what what all those ads that. from the '90s now. You know. Right?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs> What did I say? Oh, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on social, at Wright 250 And Wright 777 And at Pod, Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.